0: I mentioned Strasburg and Thoracic Outlet. The big question was, is Stras going to show up at spring training? The deadline is coming, gone.
1: (laughs) Thus far, no Stras. So this is what it was interesting. I had Mark Zuckerman on, and we were talking about this on 106.7 The Fan this past week. And this is what I thought was maybe the most interesting part of this. And it really has nothing to do with the contract details, nothing of that. The Nationals... Uh, you know, I think I don't know if we're giving them enough credit for like a, a savage move here or not, are holding a celebration for winning the World Series five years ago against the Houston Astros in the middle to end of April, April 19th through April 21st. And so they're going to bring back a lot of guys from that World Series team that have retired. Right. Maybe a Howie Kendrick's going to be there. Maybe, you know, Anibal Sanchez, like those sorts of guys are going to be there. Obviously, Steven Strasburg would be there as the World Series MVP and be honored and be thrilled to be there. Is he going to be there, though? Because how can he with everything that's going on? And that's the real shame of this situation. I don't really care which side you're on. I don't really care how they settle it because, frankly, that's above my pay grade. But as a fan of this team... It would be a real shame if they hold a ceremony over that weekend to commemorate the 2019 team that we all know and love. And the World Series MVP, Steven Strasburg, isn't in attendance because of some stupid contract dispute that really is petty and useless because he's never going to pitch again regardless. So I, I don't know what the exact way to solve all this is i don't know if it's on the learner side i don't know if it's on Strauss' side and frankly i don't really care because it needs to be fixed because this is a national's legend and at this point his name's kind of being dragged through the dirt whether it's you know by his own fault or whoever's it's just a shame that we're going through this saga when hopefully it can be solved by then and if it's not it's just going to be a glaring uh, disappointment, par- disappointing part of that weekend, right? I mean, that's going to be a fun celebration to remember 2019, especially with the team that we've watched this last couple of years that hasn't been that same level. So seeing some of those guys and remembering the good times of Nationals baseball in 2019 is just going to feel like it's missing something if Strauss isn't able to be a part of that. So hopefully they can fix this because I, I just don't want to have a saga where it blemishes his legacy just because it goes on for a year or two years or something like that. Like if we were to get past this right now, and this were all to be settled grants, I think we could throw this as water under the bridge where it's just an awkward, you know, six months or so awkward, seven months or so. And, you know, in five years, we'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He had that little contract dispute at the end of his career and we'll forget about it. But if this is something that continues to drag on, I think it's a real shame for Strauss and for the Nationals because this is a legend that should be able to enjoy his time in the sun before he, you know, he's not a public guy. So it's not like we're going to see Strauss all the time once he officially retires. So, I mean, heck, we might not see Strauss a whole lot more, but we're not going to get that last chance, it feels like, with the way things are going right now. So
0: everything you just said is right. I, I guess the only thing I would add is, or the only thing I would double down on is, I need to to be at a place where when it's time to honor Steven Strasburg and really more importantly, the 2019 world series champions that he was the MVP of, he needs to be there. He needs to be happy to be there. He needs to just have a good enough relationship with the team to make sure that he's comfortable and If that's not the case, then they need to work on this relationship every single day until it is, period. Uh, He's never going to pitch again. He doesn't need to. I don't need him at spring training helping Cole Henry, right? What I need him to be able to do is to come back without animus. And right now, it seems like that's not where we're at, and they need to get there. Uh, It's it's as much Strauss or or Boris's job, I guess, as anybody's, but the team – owes it to the fans to make sure that this guy doesn't hate their guts enough that he's willing to show up. And I'm not suggesting that they're evil or they were wrong. I don't really care how we got here. It's, it's like, you know, my mom uh, saying, I don't care who's wrong. You, you both go to your rooms, right? Like figure this yeah. out because as fans, we need those two to be together.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's amplified too because you see Sean Doolittle joining the coaching staff and he's a part of things. And obviously we're not going to have Steven Strasburg join the coaching staff. That's not what I'm saying here. But even you see Zim down in spring training just for a couple of days. And you know, two guys that were a part of that team that are Nationals legends forever are around the organization. And it's fun to see those sorts of things and hear those conversations and nice to have those guys influencing them. And I'm not saying that Strauss has to be around all these guys. But like you said, a World Series celebration isn't complete if Steven Strasburg isn't there because he was the World Series MVP. They don't win that World Series without Steven Strasburg being as great as he was during that postseason run. And so, frankly, like you said, and I think you nailed it right there, like it doesn't really matter which side is wrong. Both sides are wrong in the end. Get it fixed by any means necessary. And it's, it, it's not necessarily who's got to figure it out and who's got to concede. I don't really care about any of that stuff. We as fans, because I think we can consider ourselves in that sort of boat there. We cheer for the Nationals as well. But we as fans want to see Steven Strasburg a part of that wonderful weekend. It's going to be fun to watch with the Astros back in town and celebrating that team. And it's going to feel like it's missing a major piece if Steven Strasburg isn't able to be a part of it. So don't screw the fans that are showing up for that celebration. And you're showing all the highlights from 2019. What are you going to do? Leave Stras out of it? (laughs) you can't you can't leave Strauss out of a highlight montage of that 2019 world series so he's a major part of it hopefully he can be there hopefully they can get this thing fixed because honestly a lot of the other stuff around the organization i think is on the up and up and with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want to get your brief thoughts on this here, Grant, as we uh, wrap up episode 97. So I brought this up on 106.7 The Fan the other day because I think some fans were a little bit frustrated. So ESPN put out a ranking of farm systems, and the Nationals were still ranked 16th. And I think some people were still frustrated by the fact that the Nationals are in the bottom half of the league in that. And I think the thing that I would give Nationals fans uh, some hope for is this farm system was down in the depths. The fact that they're at 16th is an encouragement and a step forward, and you saw that step forward last year, like we talked about all throughout the year, you know, if you look, were to go through and say who had an encouraging season last season in the minor leagues versus who had a disappointing season, I think you can find a couple disappointments. You talked about Robert Hassel. You could talk about Elijah Green. You can maybe find some other guys as well. But there's more Dalen Lyles. There's more Trey Lipscombs. And then even in the draft, obviously hitting on Dylan Cruz is nice, but seeing Yo-Yo do what he did, Andrew Pinckney, we'll see with Secora. But I think you're starting to see it go in the right direction. So don't be miffed at the idea that they're still ranked in the bottom half of the league. They've really only had one, maybe two years going in the right direction, it feels like, you know just on their own. Not from trading people, but seeing guys really take that next step in development and drafting the right guys. So I think that they're at least heading in the right direction. They just got to keep building off of that.
0: Yeah, last year was super encouraging. Um, You know, one of the issues I had with last year is a couple of guys, it seemed like, took steps back. You know, whether it was Hassel or Arlene Susana that they got in the deal, it was certainly not a step back in any way for my guy James Wood, but obviously the strikeout's creeping up a little bit, so there's some question there. So you you just want to make sure that you feel like, as a fan, that you feel like they're developing well, right? Like, it seems like Hassel was one thing when they got him, and he was less by the end of the year. And you could say the same in some cases, I guess, about Susana. But to your point... They've done a really good job with some other players. You know, I, I was not huge on, I, I love the ceiling of Elijah Green, but I, I just didn't like the swing and miss anyway and, and trust that it was going to work out. So I don't view that as like, you know, he, he hasn't gotten the right instruction. I, I hope that it, it does work. But like Dalen Lyle is a huge success story for them. The way Yohani Morales played last year after he was drafted was a, a big deal for them. I thought uh, you mentioned Pinckney, with a 23-year-old who got to Double A and, and played his butt off. Uh, out of the SEC. Like, there were a lot of guys like that. You go back before that to uh, Jeremy De La Rosa a year ago or T.J. White at Fredericksburg, who looked really good as a young guy. Um, you, you highlighted Lipscomb many, many times on the show. Like, there are plenty of that, that tier of prospect uh, that that I'm – pumped about we won't see jake bennett this year who pitched really well looks like they might have unearthed the gem there uh he obviously we had the story here on um a blb at one point that he's having tommy john surgery i want to see travis Acora this year i think he could be a household name from a power right-handed pitching standpoint and prospect um dj hers kicked butt you know he was awesome yeah. after the trade last year we didn't mention him but Already this spring, he looked really good as well. That guy struck out 130 batters in less than 100 innings last year and had a sub-200 average against for the third straight year in the minor leagues. I don't know if he's a starter or not. He hasn't really thrown enough strikes for me to feel great about that. But if he is a starter, like a five-and-dive guy, he could be nasty. So, yeah, the system has gotten a lot better in a short time. The Soto deal, the biggest reason why. Some of the other sales that they've made as well. But uh, I'm fired up, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I just it, it's an exciting time to be a Nats fan. And for you and I, selfishly, it's a hell of a time to get ready to go down to West Palm and put
1: eyeballs on all these guys. Yeah, and as you mentioned there, GP, the next episode you hear from us on Bustin' Loose Baseball will be down in West Palm Beach, so make sure you keep it tuned right here. We'll try to get you as much good content as possible, some interviews and all that stuff down in West Palm Beach. So appreciate you guys for listening in. For Grant Paulson, I'm Toby Altizer. This has been Bustin' Loose Baseball, Episode 97. Episodes 98, maybe 99, maybe even 100 are going to be down in West Palm Beach. So we're excited about that. Appreciate you guys listening in. We'll be right back with you another time later this week talking Nats baseball and spring training down in beautiful, sunny West Palm Beach.